I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh my gosh. You can take your seats. <laughs> and we're probably going to have to turn off the fans again. We're sorry, but... We need this to be This is a heard. podcast and we're actually professionals. This uh, is actually about re- audio quality. And yeah. as you can hear, everything sounds perfect. Uh, <laughs> the audio quality could not be better for no. this podcast. I hope it sounds like this with people's AirPods. And yeah. it's kind of, you know, just presuming everyone has AirPods just then. What a wild assumption to make. I actually bravely don't have AirPods. Uh, You're near you so someone much. who would have AirPods. I know. And I will someday. But for Did the you moment, get your um, headphones back? Yeah. Mm, little window into the relationship. Here's a little bit of goss. What happened was I left my Bose headphones. <laughs> That's which not are, gossip. I, well, you, know. <laughs> you lost something. Here's an insurance <laughs> claim I made. Tea? Eli uh, lost something again. <laughs> I lost my Bose uh, ear, ear, Congrats. headphones. And, and, the, and then I claimed it in insurance and then the, pr- the premium. Is that what you call it? Or the, what's it called? The, the amount you still have to pay even though you got insurance? Excess. Excess. It was pretty much the entire price of the thing anyway. I probably saved about $50. What I'm saying is, um, I better not lose these ones. <laughs> They're backstage right now. I can't believe I still have my AirPods. Like I'm, I'm just like I'm born to lose them. You know, like as soon as I bought them, I was like, this will be good for a week. That's why you know, I don't. I, I'm worried I'd be like, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. Did you see that photo, by the way? It was on the stuff uh, where I get all my news from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the best source of news in New Zealand. Uh, of, it like, won the best photo of something. Uh, and it was those two mice fighting. You have to look it up if you haven't seen it. It was a really prestigious ceremony, they said. And the award for best photo of something. <laughs> At the something event. Uh, two mice Okay, fighting. no, but it's two mice. And they are in a subway in London. And they are having, like, what looks like a fist fight. Uh, and it's some people have seen it. Some people po- follow the best photo of something awards uh, <laughs> every year. Big fan of stuff.co.nz. Uh, What's oh. up with autoplay video? Can I rail against stuff? <laughs> In my gay opinion, uh, <laughs> they got to show who who is like. Oh, thank God, the video started before <laughs> I had time to push play. Now I can get along with the rest of my day. Uh, and thank God they're all playing at once because what I want. It's kind of a barrage of news <laughs> and all at once, so there's nothing to digest. It's amazing as well, because they'll often like just lump a video on that is unrelated to the story. Yes. Or it's like, it's like, oh, we mentioned so-and-so in this article, so we'll put a video of him up. <laughs> there's a great stuff art- um, video of me circulating around, if you get the chance to see circulating it. Circulating around? <laughs> around, around circles oh, around stuff. Around, around the subways in London, uh, <laughs> where the mice are fighting. Where it's me talking about my house, and they took a series of photos. It was like a weird bit of press I did for something and they took photos of me around my house and asked me questions and then they kind of turned those questions into facts and then made those captions oh, I know this to the photos. So one is like, he loves to make piles of things. And like, and it'd be like me posing on my bed. It's like show um, pop-up video. Do you remember that? They'd play a music video and it would be like, yes. um, no doubt formed when they had a fun time at a party and then made a band. It's like, Chris loves his bedroom and then it's me lying on my bed. Anyway, 
I'll share it around. Uh, it's great of us to roast stuff autoplay ads because I do feel like this podcast does sound like two simultaneous different autoplay <laughs> videos going at once. But the same voice. That's our brand. Yes. Okay, you know what it's time for? Q theme song. Sing along, Auckland, if you know the words. Let's get some disco ball and smoke machine going on. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a of the Male Gaze Podcast. That's just to prove that people showed up. Spark Arena, are you ready? (laughs) There are thousands of people. Um, Iconically, we let the smoke machine off and now no one can see us. Uh, This is a podcast. Which is what you do for a podcast when it's live. You fill the room full of smoke so it actually just feels like a real podcast. Yeah, but not in the comfort of your own home. Uh, And the discomfort of an Auckland summer night in a room... With uh, no air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> we had to turn it off because um, it's too loud. And now we fill the room full of smoke, which felt like a personal attack against the audience. I think it's good we had the smoke in here because already like um, one minute into that pre-intro, we were doing physical gags that are going to mean <laughs> nothing to someone listening to this later on. <laughs> oh, we should never do podcasts. We are both visual people. Anyway, what an honor to be here at this episode. I'm um, so excited. I just took my Invisalign out. Okay, new fact about me. I've got Invisalign. Catch the fuck up. Uh, I love it. It comes in these gorgeous little containers. And it, it actually yeah. looks like does, an Apple Wait, product. does everyone know what Invisalign is? Okay, yeah, like good... I have perfect teeth, so I don't know. No, I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> I guess I was just... No, I was actually born with an extra tooth. Wow. Yeah, yeah and that's been my struggle. Thank you. Uh, I can't believe that. My privilege, an extra tooth. Uh, it was in my gum, right in the middle, and it caused a gorgeous gap right in my two front teeth, which, honestly, I should have kept, uh, because it would have been... Gaps are hot. Gaps are hot. Gaps and are hot. I could have been like, oh, that gappy comedian, you know? Um, he's the gay one with the gap. You know, I just feel like... <laughs> You know that guy. We'd finally have something to differentiate. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they cut my gums open and pulled the tooth out. Wow. The reason I got Invisalign was because my boyfriend uh, said to me, I love when your lip catches on your snaggle tooth. Uh, <laughs> that's my tattoo. <laughs> I've got Those that tattooed words. on my lower back. Wow, that's yeah. beautiful. In a gothic print. Yeah, gorgeous. Absolutely <laughs> adorable. That's um, a great update, though. Is it very expensive? So much, and now there's a cheaper one, but it's it's new. Damn you, it. It's called like Healthy Smiles or something, and I'm getting a lot of Facebook and Instagram. Is it the difference ads. between like Apple and Android? Kind of. Yeah. It's like everyone's like, you've got to get Amazon because it's a brand, but it's not technically better. But the thing with the Healthy Smiles one is that you're meant to. It's like you send them photos of your teeth, and then you go to a drop-in center, and you like not a dentist. It's called a drop-in center. So I think ultimately I've made a good choice. <laughs> I love the old, like, we had a dental nurse on our school site. Uh, did everyone else have that? Yeah. Mm. Some people, yeah, some people know. It's, that's New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's an indictment on New Zealand. Uh, but I love when you used to go and then you'd come out <clears throat> and then you get a little sticker mm. on your polo that said, don't let me bite my gums, I'm numb. And I loved having that. I never got to wear it because I actually famously didn't get a filling until I was 16 because wow. I'm flossed. I flossed as a kid. 
my teeth, on the other hand, rotten. Uh, right from the get-go. And I had an extra tooth, and that was rotten, too. Uh, but then I loved also when you, they pulled your tooth out and they'd put it in a little ghost that you could have around your neck. What? A ghost? Like a tissue ghost. You know, they'd like put the tooth in and then bunch the tissue around and then you wear it around your neck. I'm honestly going to bring it back as a look <laughs> for 2020. I'm just going to pick the right tooth and I'm going to tie it around my neck. Beautiful. I'd love to see that. Um, Did you have Tooth Fairy growing up? Yeah, of course. 50 cents. How much, how much do you get? Yeah, I think about 50 cents. Yeah, I love a good, good 50 cent piece. I love it when it was like big, you know, like it would exactly. weigh you down. It's like uh, that was actually a lot for her to carry. Like, especially if she's <laughs> delivering more than one in a night. I'm imagining she's about this big. Yeah. She's got like ant strength. <laughs> I don't really, I never understood, but one, it's weird, it's weird that kids are like, I'm going to believe this, and I'm not going to ask any more questions, because I'm getting free money. But they'll ask questions about everything else. Yeah, but you've got you to gotta understand, like, up until that point, all the information that you have about <laughs> anything is just what people tell you. And it's like, don't touch that, don't put it that, don't, and you're like, why, why, why? And then it's like, and the fairy comes along, and she takes your tooth, and she gives you cash, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> You know, there's like no, no and no follow-up. Uh, yeah, I remember I found a little bit of paper under my bed, which honestly would have been rubbish, just trash. Uh, but I was like, it is the Tooth Fairy's list, Mum. And she was like, it's not. <laughs> and I was like, no, it is. And we kind of sat in my room discussing it for a bit. And then she was like, fine, it is. <laughs> She's like, we'll have to leave a note and she might come back again. And Wait, totally what is the Tooth Fairy's list? Of like, well, she's not like in her brain like, okay, I've got Chris on Aikman's Road, John on, you know, she's like, I've got the paperwork. Like, a, oh, done that house, on to the next one. Like if she was my, a waiter, she'd be a pad my waiter. train of cash. Yeah, uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Good job, actually. Um, <laughs> it's actually Valentine's Day tomorrow. I don't know if you are aware of that. So we kind of decided... Very loosely, and this is a completely structured show and everything is planned. We wrote down all rehearsed. We're like 10 minutes on teeth. Don't uh, jump. <laughs> <laughs> you just jumped my line. Uh, we rehearsed this backstage. Um, but it is Valentine's Day. Uh, Does anyone celebrate it? No. You're good. I, oh, someone did. Did you say you did? did no. They're like, no, I don't. I don't look at me. Not uh, anymore. <laughs> I'm not Never romantic. Again. I'm not sincere. Uh, uh, no, we're, most of us are cynical, uh, which I love. Honestly, uh, our present's over. Our present's cancelled. Is it all waste? I think End so. End of my TED talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And now to talk about <laughs> presents. Please welcome Eli. Are they cancelled? End of my chat. Uh, it's one question. Just a question, not even a... I will leave you on a question. Don't you love it when someone does a speech oh, and they yeah. leave you on a question? I will not end this speech on a statement, but rather a question. <laughs> we haven't actually got this figured out yet. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do that for my stand-up show next year. Really? This year, I was gonna, I'm not going to end on a joke, <laughs> but a question. <laughs> What's the time? <laughs> Can I go home now? <laughs> um... I, we don't, we don't, me, me and my wife don't really celebrate Valentine's Day because it goes in quick su- succession. It's like, it's like Christmas, the day we met, 30th of December on a plane. Your <laughs> anniversary. You. Uh, uh, and, and no, well, also, <laughs> to let you know, uh, <laughs> then you got New Year's, then we got our anniversary, which is what our first date was. Then we got his birthday, which is also our anniversary. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we can make that a thing, right? Yeah. Like, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, dads. You know, I just think it's gorgeous. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, three days after the anniversary slash birthday celebrations, it's Valentine's Day, and it's on You're like, like, we are done. We're done. 
Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, we're, we're in the top half as well. Like, it's, you know, Christmas. And then Michael's birthday's pretty early in January. And mm. then I'm, I'm broke by that point. Uh, yeah. I haven't been working all summer. You know, I'm just like, no, no. Your gift is an experience. Yeah. <laughs> your gift is a text. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's the gift. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, my mum used to celebrate Valentine's with me. Um, which wow. is very sweet. She used to leave a little chalky heart in my lunchbox, uh, which is very sad. Uh, what ages did she do this from and to? From, from 14 to 26. <laughs> uh, <laughs> kitty, kitty time. Uh, you know, when you're a little kitty and having your lunch. But then it, like, you know, I would be surprised when it was like uh, high school and I'd be like, Mum, the romance is still alive. You know, like I was like, this is charming. You know, in my little. Exciting. I remember because I wanted to like rebrand. I mean, honest, honestly, ridiculous to be at high school and your mum's still making you lunch. But she was making my younger sister lunch as well. So she was kind of like doing it in the morning. She's like, I'll make you a semi. And it, I wanted to like rebrand the lunchbox. And so, because it was like, High school, it was like weird to have a lunchbox as an all boys school. I don't know. Are you gay? Because you're protecting your lunch. Uh, you should have your yogurt <laughs> flailing about your bag like me. <laughs> so I opted for like a you know like a sandwich bag. Like that was kind mm. of the look, right? It was like you'd put your again. I would definitely make that a look for 2020. Yeah. I'm gonna have a tooth around my neck and then like a sandwich <laughs> bag in my hand. <laughs> Who was I talking to recently? Someone told me that their flatmate. Oh, maybe someone who's here. Their flatmate hung their bread bags out to dry. They washed them and then hung them out to dry. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, right? For, that's crazy. For decorations or to dry them out? You wash them and then you hang them on the line so they're dried out so then you can bring the lunch on them the next day. Oh, oh. Yeah, because I tell you what, Tupperware never dries. Yeah. This is just like our Martha Stewart chat again. <laughs> um, what is up with that, though? You do the dishwasher and then it's like, the plates come out a little bit dry. The Tupperware soaking wet. Mm. And then you try and dry them with a tea towel. They'll never dry. The water just gets pushed around the Tupperware container. Yeah. Our flat has, honestly, oh, we'll be proud to say it, too much Tupperware. Uh, because yeah, they all food prep. Everyone's food prepping because everyone's got their own specific diets to sort of conquer different things. And that, that has uh, ended in like a hundred Tupperware containers in a, in a drawer that is just chaos. Wow. You open it and it's like screams at you and just like start, things start flying at you. You can only have, I reckon, my, my opinion is there can only be in one. Your, in your gay opinion. In my gay opinion. Brand you, it, otherwise it will never catch on. Yeah, in my gay opinion you can only have one meal prep flatmate per flat. Yes! <laughs> Are you meal prepping? Sorry, we've already got a meal prepper. We've prep already got a meal prepper. Uh, uh, that's the thing. My flatmate this week, I mean this is just, I'm just going to, uh, my flatmate, Drag. Last week, she said, by the way, four of my friends from the UK are coming to stay next week, Tuesday to wow. Thursday. No, 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 is it all right? No, so this week, I've really just been like, there's been suitcases everywhere, mattresses all over the... It's not a big house. There's been a, and there's been a lot of fun accents. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot. Four. Four people. That's like when I was living in um, Ponsonby, thank you, uh... On a, in a flat that cost me $150 a week and I had to mop the roof five times a year and <laughs> um, it was killing me but I was like it's off Ponsonby Road it's like in a shoebox but anyway um, it was me and another person that I live with who I didn't really know because of like someone moved out and I was like I've got to quickly find a flatmate and so I just had this like random guy in my flat who was like working at like a bar or something it was a, it was a wild time for me um, and it's so weird to live in such and close... now we have a podcast it's crazy. Uh, it was Eli <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> but it's wild to live in such close proximity with someone that you absolutely do not know at all, you know? And I was like, we were like showering, basically. Like, that place was tiny, we you know? Showering, showering together. together. <laughs> yeah. I was wiping his ass at the toilet. Yeah. I was going to dinner. Uh, but then I remember when his <laughs> friend came over from the UK, iconically, her name was Stephanie Christmas. Uh, and you, oh. it was, she was like a made up character. Uh, I felt like she wasn't real. She would just sort of like sit on a couch and sort of like do her nails and just be like, yeah, I'm a good day, yeah. Like, she's like, I've just been watching Hollyoaks, love Hollyoaks. And I was like, I'm loving this sitcom life. It's wow. like me and Stephanie Christmas. <laughs> Stephanie Christmas. That's beautiful. Her last name was Christmas. That's the first, I was like, I, I should have asked her, like, I should have asked her, like, what's it like? Having your life, you know, being the family of Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and is your dad. Father? Father Christmas. <laughs> I, um, I think we should, should we get into the bucket? Oh yeah, we've prepared a bucket. So what we did in the bucket for people listening, everyone here knows because we told I've completely them. forgotten about the people who are listening to this, like... They've turned off, but we're still... Uh, <laughs> They're like, oh, another live one. It's not for me. Uh, throw the AirPods. We've got everyone to write down famous gay... Queer couples. Yeah, because it is... It's Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. And, they, and these don't have to be people who are together in the real world. They can be either fictional characters, they can be people who want to be together. I think it's going to say a lot about our audience. What's I will here? say as well, one, uh, one person did say, please read this one out. <laughs> and then I opened it early. And it did say, I think, Jordan and Chris, or Jordan and Scott. So I don't know who they are, but... Uh, stand up? Stand up. Oh my god, is there a proposal tonight? Because <laughs> that would be so good for us. Uh, we liter- our podcast literally needs a proposal. What an <laughs> awful story. How did he propose? We were at a podcast. <laughs> at a very niche event for Pride. The only paid Pride event. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm going into the... Bu- I just okay, great. dove in there. May I say, a lot of suggestions in here. Mm. And I reckon 80% of them Bert and Ernie. All right. I'm going to take a <gasps> Great one to kick us off. Alan and Portia. Oh. <sighs> I don't like Alan. Uh, I'm happy to say it. I love Portia. <laughs> I yeah, love her look. I love her vibe. I think she's very funny. They, there's always... There's something somewhat chic about them, you know? And, like, their aesthetic mm. is, like... Because didn't Alan have, like, a homewares line for a bit or something? I remember she got into, like, decorating houses. For a while, she's like, I'm really into decorating my mansions at the moment. And I was like, she's literally the most unrelatable person in the world. Uh, and then I love that Porsche's kind of her sort of sleek model wife who's sort of kind of crippled over in the background. But then she Beautiful. bought Alan a, like, wildlife sanctuary for her birthday, like, bought her a, cha- a charity. People are uh, nodding as if this is, this is general information. What, what animal... What animals are in the wildlife sanctuary? It was, like, specifically gorillas. Okay, we knew this. Um, Portia and Alan own gorillas? No. Portia bought Alan, for her birthday, like, a gorilla charity. A charity for gorillas. Gor- like, they're on the streets. It's like, is it a charity? It doesn't know. Uh, no, uh, a charity for, gor- like, gorillas. Oh, yeah, okay. That's crazy. And Alan well cried on TV about it. Wow. Beautiful. Do you reckon she sees her much? What, what t- what's their contact time? During the... I don't know. I don't know. Because Alan's mum goes to every record, and I'm like, that's crazy. Show mum. You know, it's like, back off. Um, (laughs) My dad's here, though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Peter. Um, 
on that note, talking about animals, we did look up a fact of the guy, which is oh, obviously yeah. a, segment. Segment. A, a segment. Uh, on a segment. Cue the sting. We haven't written one. Okay, here we go. So, okay, we were desperate to find uh, uh, a fun, I am fun a, fact. I want to say I'm so bad at finding the fact of the gay. Like, I will always be like, I'll look for one, and then I'll look at the same four websites. Our.com, Queerty, The Gaily Grind is that one, and one more, I can't remember, like Pink News or something like that. <laughs> uh, and then I'm always like, oh, there's nothing here I want to talk about. Yeah, well, I found... It's always like American politics, which I don't understand. But what? go on. Okay. The- <laughs> I'm distracted thinking about American politics. <laughs> we can talk about it later. We're Bernie Bros. Uh, there's, uh, I don't know, there's free information. Uh, so, okay, lions. Oh, lions. Li- so, so we all know that like some lions are gay, right? That's like, I don't know. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. You're born knowing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a story about some gay lions, right? In, in the in, zoo. In Kenya. And they were having gay sex, and then the zookeepers were like, it's because they saw people having gay sex. And put it in the lion's minds. Yeah, and it's like, who's, who's fucking in your zoo? Uh, and if you were, in the kiwi enclosure where it's dark. Uh, anyway, there are gay male lions quite a lot in the wild because men get together in groups of like two to four and form what is called a coalition. Uh, we know about that. Jacinda, James Shaw, Winston Peters. Uh, <laughs> but they form a coalition and then they try and win. Because you know how there's like one man per pride, right? And then they, they try and win the love of a female lion, but they stick together to do that and then they kind of fight other coalitions. But to strengthen their bond, this is what it said on the website, they have, they <laughs> fuck. Uh, wow. They fuck. But then on the website it said, they have sex to strengthen their bond. And then it said in the next sentence, many researchers call this more of a bromance than homosexuality. <laughs> I was like, no. They're fucking <laughs> each other. This boat, this is just to strengthen our, our yeah. bond, man. We're just actually strengthening our bond. Like every time we wank each other off in the, in the showers after the match, we're just strengthening our bond so that we can do well at the next rugby game. Anyway, I would love for you to host the next, like, David Attenborough show. <laughs> it's just like, I, I read this on the website. Uh, this bird is flirting with this other bird. All right, I've got Harry Potter, Draco Malfoy, a new couple. Ooh, gorgeous. Okay, think- is there sexual chemistry between the two of them? Yes, for sure. Really? I don't know. I mean, I only remember it from like, Harry Potter, you know, like exactly. just the first movie. That's not that. Draco's a real sadistic queen. He's like, ah. I guess it's like that thing of like, you know, when you're a, a kid and you're being bullied. <laughs> Sad question. Uh, and don't lie. Uh, we were all bullied. Anyway, um, and, and my mum would always be like, well, if they're making fun of you, it's because they've got a crush on you <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I've, maybe that's sort of what was going on there with Draco and that's Harry. Absolutely, yeah. It's like Draco had a crush on Harry, and the way that he demonstrated that was with sadistic, abusive behavior. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's a specific subgenre of fan fiction. I know, I'm sure, I'm sure there's people here who have written fan fiction. And, I, and I, I'm, an, I'm your ally. Uh, <laughs> 
Draco Malfoy, at one point in the film series, he eats an apple and he looks like he's really enjoying it. And so, okay, one person laughs. I know what this is. There's a whole genre wow. of fan fiction which is called Drapple, which is about how Draco is in love with an apple. If you look this up on fanfiction.net, you'll find like thousands of stories of Draco hooking up with an apple. Oh, oh I'm horny for that. Yeah. Bert and Ernie, I uh, told you. <clears throat> Definitely gay, right? Like, so, so gay. Without a question. And also because Sesame Street's always been so kind of progressive in terms of the issues that they cover, I'm sure that they were just like, yes. You know, but yeah, there's literally a, a, a Muppet on Sesame Street, like, at the moment, whose mum is hooked on meth, and that's the storyline. And, and that, like, you can, have no, one, you can have a gay couple, you know? Yeah. But maybe that's like their way of being like, let's keep our show a lot like alive mm. and deal like you know because it's like as soon as they address it, they probably get pulled potentially because it was like the seventies, you know. So it's like yeah. if we kind of keep the they're like, oh, well, they're just friends. Uh, then what if they're saving it for a wedding finale? Are they still on TV? Mm. Yeah. Imagine if they were like seventy-five and just been like, Bert, <laughs> <laughs> Coro's on. Uh, where's my tea? <laughs> Uh, the next one is Gus Kenworthy and his skis. <laughs> gay. That's beautiful, uh, yeah, gay. We're not even discussing whether they're gay or not. Uh, he broke up with his, um, his co- comedian boyfriend, though, which is, wow. you know, Wow. I love sad. that it's, last it's, Olympics we had a couple of celebs pop out. You know, like, it was fun that we had a couple yeah. of icons in them. I love, when that, I love when a sporting personnel sort of slips into my Twitter feed, you know, because it takes a lot for that to happen. <laughs> to to make that break, because there's a lot of, like, you know singers and songwriters from like the 60s so when someone from like the 2019 Olympics cuts through I'm like there's some cut through that's progression there was not an Olympics in 2019 uh, <laughs> yeah would never have known that a winter one autumn spring we should do the other seasons for the Olympics leaf jumping <laughs> Spring, Spring Olympics. Just like... Just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... It's a horny season. Spring is horny season, right? No, it's spring is, is childbirth season, right? Spring is new lambs. <laughs> Birthing lambs. A, 20, a 2019 Spring Olympics sport. I've got two here that say Eli and Chris. Oh, get your minds out of the gutter. Obviously, ah. famously have zero sexual chemistry for yes. the two of us. And we say this, and you're like, maybe they're overcomes it, but we do not have any yeah. sexual chemistry. But I did have a sex dream about Eli. <laughs> Yeah. And he won't stop bringing it up. It's so cool. Uh, it, was, it was horny. It was a, it was a, I don't think there was any penny, you know, but there was <laughs> a long, beautiful, poem. romantic kiss. Oh, wow. I love it. You're going to see it tonight. Did I have, I my, <laughs> did I have my Invisalign in or not? Oh, you, <laughs> you took it out. <laughs> um, okay, listen to our bucket. Okay, a straight couple, but worth discussing. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Oh, but then uh, I don't know if anyone, I've heard that Kanye West is gay. I've really? Heard that he, really, really, really? Anyone else really? heard that? No, no one. No, cool. Well, no I, one. I, yeah, I, it is crazy, like, <clears throat> when you think about the relationship where he was like, I want to redo your wardrobe. Like, that does sound like your husband is gay. Uh, he did, like, redesigned, so, right? did you notice that like, he completely redesigned the Kim Kardashian look? Which is sort of insulting but she loved it uh, but he's like the way you're dressing we can refine this uh, do you remember they shared photos of their house and it looks like a dis- like, I like nothing. love it yeah uh, I it is my perfect idea of a house just like a curve 
that's like like an infinity wall, you know, and there's yeah. like there's nothing on it. It looks like every footstep you take, you gotta mop it up, you know. Like, <laughs> my house is just filled with little kind of collections of things and little like my house currently, you know, it's like there's a, a plant and a little ornament and a little mirror on a jaunt and an incense burn, and there's just like so much stuff. Haberdashery. What haberdashery. Is What's haberdashery? Isn't that a type of shop? It's a, a thread shop. shop. Okay. Beautiful. But then I was in Spotlight the other day, and then it was like, haberdashery. So that's not a shop inside of Spotlight. That is like it's the a man- department. It's actually a department. It's actually a department. <laughs> Let us scream at the audience about what is haberdashery. Is it like needles and, and, and yarn and whatever? Okay, oh. great. That's blank. This is good for the podcast. Uh, St. Vincent and Kirk Kristen Stewart. Are they together? They were. That's St. Vincent, hot. the you musician. Know, yes. You know what is the, Stewart. You know what's the hottest video of oh. all time is Dua Lipa and St. Vincent doing a duet. You know. It is so okay. hot. There's something about Dua Lipa. Um, Dua Lipa she's, is... She's like an alien in the sexiest way. She's gorgeous. Her music's so good. She doesn't kind of seem real. Mm. You know? You're just like... And then to be so popular. Yeah. What's her personality? Does anyone know? Or does she just sing tracks? She just sings. They just... I, all I've seen is kind of photos of her being like... You know... And a, oh, sorry. That was great for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I just looked really hot just then. Uh <laughs> And you kind of just, like, she's kind of just standing on a red carpet, and then she's just like, and then you hear her music. But I haven't been able to sync those two experiences together. Yeah. So in my mind, she's like, ooh, you know, on stage. But obviously she is great. I, I feel like Kristen Stewart as well, just to go back to the little card. I, I, I get very fired up about Kristen Stewart, because so many people are like, she's a terrible actress. I'm like, she's you know what, fuck you. Actress. She is good. She was just in a... a Huge franchise, so it, you know she was subject yes. to a lot of people's opinions. I watched before it. she was ready, Trump's included. Do you remember that Trump being like? Anyway, <gasps> I'll, I could go on about Kristen Stewart, but no, because I watched um, the morning show. The more, did you hear the <laughs> echo when I said the morning show? It was like the morning show. <laughs> show. Yeah. It's the Apple series. I watched it with my parents when I was down in Christchurch. I watched one episode, and it's <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, and Reese Witherspoon. Jen is incredible in it. She is so good. She's given one of her best performances. Reese. Sag Award. She won the Sag Award she, for it. Oh, she yeah, deserves she that. She, she obviously did. deserves she that. She does deserve it. I'm really happy she for her. I'm really happy it. for her. And Reese Witherspoon, terrible. She is so wow. bad. And I watched it and I thought, Kristen Stewart should be in this role. Thank oh, you. Oh, because she, she means to be quite a bit younger. She's kind of an outspoken young journalist mm. who's like, I can't keep my temper down. You know, like always swearing. And then that makes her, you know... Keep, get the eyes of the TV execs, and they think this chick could be on prime time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write my own series, The AM Show. Uh, oh could you imagine? My God. Yeah, no Do you feel so sorry for Amanda Gillies? <laughs> How much is she being paid to withstand that? Between those you know? two people. Could you imagine being like, oh, off to work again to sit between Duncan Garner and Mark Richardson. I hate myself. Like, <laughs> and just to be like, to pick up your morning coffee and then they're like, rah, 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 sweating and swearing and just yeah. being like, what about straight pride? You know, it's just like, ugh. She actually just, she got a great gag in this morning. I have to watch it for work. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they, um... The, Mark Richardson was railing against cops on e-bikes, as you can imagine he would. Uh, <laughs> 
And then Duncan was like, oh, do they have sirens? And then Amanda Gillis goes, no, they've got those bells. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> the sad the joke of a woman joke. who's trapped. Uh, Tom the- Cruise and John Travolta. Are they rumoured to be a couple? No, they're not oh. rumoured to be a couple. They're oh. both gay Scientologists, right? But oh. that, you know what is etched into my mind, because I think I saw it before I came out, is the image of Travolta kissing the assistant on the plane. Does anyone know that image? Yes. Some, three people know it. Uh, it came out in the press. They were like, here's proof that Travolta's gay, and then he just never acknowledged it. And now, you know. A good you could tell for me, um, early you could tell, was Greece. John Travolta in the exercise gear. Anyone? Oh my I know god! What you're I, about. I, you know what? It's such a hot lot. I actually, I, I like the guy who, the dorky guy that she dates for a little bit. Sandy gets with what's his name? Kinnicky. No, no. not Kinnicky. The um, like polo shirt. Um, Clean cut. They were such weird names, eh? Yeah. Oh, well. Grease film. <laughs> and how good is the Grease Megamax? At Potts. (laughs) (laughs) Let's end. Find out on Spotify we're ending this episode with the Grease Mega Max and we're all dancing. It pops off at a wedding like no other. Like if you want to try and be liked by your straight relatives, play the Grease Mega Max at a wedding because they will lose their minds. Amazing duo here. Have you seen the film Emperor's New Groove? (laughs) Is that with the llama? Yes, he turns into a llama. And so this is Yzma and Kronk. So Yzma's the amazing evil queen who's voiced by Eartha Kitt. Incredible! That movie doesn't get enough shout-outs. So <laughs> thank you to whoever wrote that. The card. Empress New Group. Is it like the Empress New Clothes? Or no. It... But, well... It's it, a new groove. I think they titled it that to trick people into thinking it was a story they knew so they'd come and watch it, but it's That's nothing clever. to do with it. I love the idea of being in a new groove. When... <laughs> 2020, tooth around my neck. A <laughs> bag of bread in my hands and a new groove, baby. Beautiful. Um, okay, what have I got here? Oh, Ricky Martin and Juan Yosef. Oh, I don't know his partner's name. Can you read that? Juan Yosef. Is that right? It is. Yes. I have watched Ricky Martin's Architecture Digest video, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is how I write every celebrity, is their house. And... It's wild. He's like, really? we're so sorry that you guys are here. We're in the middle of a photo shoot. Uh, and we don't know what the photo shoot is. But his Juan is like an artist. Is that right? And his art is primarily like canvases that are like destructed and like oh. kind of torn up. And Ricky's like, and we're, I love that my favorite thing about those architecture, architecture digest videos is like if it's a, music, a musician, they're always like, and this is where we're going to build the music studio one day. And it's like this failing thing of being like, I know I haven't made music in a very long time. Uh, And they're kind of like insecure about it. Like, yeah, there will be a music studio in here. You're like, there will not be. And that's fine. Like, you made your millions off She Bangs. It's fine. I'm obsessed with watching those cut-togethers of Christina Aguilera promising her next album. Have you seen it? It has, like, the years tick by in the corner. that's the saddest thing. But the commitment to which she answers the question, she's like, I'm really excited about it. So much new stuff coming. It's, like, 2015. That's like Uh, like me when someone says, what have you been up to today? I'm like, I've just been writing, and I'm just lying through my teeth. (laughs) Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Who's Grindelwald? He's the evil guy, uh, played by... This is how the podcast goes. Out. You say some pop culture reference, and I ask, who's that? Grindelwald is the evil like, pr- predecessor to Voldemort, who was played by Johnny Depp in the film. 
the recently uncancelled Johnny Depp. I don't know where we stand on it as a community as a whole. Um, but anyway, J.K. Rowling's a turf, so we don't have to watch those movies anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Hudson and Halls, shout out. Shout out. Huge. That was so crazy when you think about um, their, how they were described in the, in the press and stuff, that they were... Two friends who lived together, our former shoe designers who ran a gelato <laughs> empire. Uh, <laughs> but just friends. Controversially, though, it was really interesting about those guys. It's kind of things about it because it's pride at the moment. And um, they were very, they never ever really spoke up about um, gay, they never said gay rights, uh, uh, ever really. They, I mean, they definitely like, benefited from it financially and personally, but they never really kind of put themselves out there and sort of campaigned. I feel like they're maybe... A, a much different time than now, though. Well, yeah, I mean, they would have lost everything. But, yeah. like, you know, they are, like, in a, in a way, like, kind of celebrated by lots of people. But then also, like, we can be very critical of them. I think we can be as well. Like, you know, I imagine a lot of people who were fighting at the time, you know, this is 1986, that they got cancelled on um, TVNZ as well. They got can- I didn't realise people were getting cancelled in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Online, <laughs> in the press. Uh, they got cancelled by mail out. Uh, yeah, that like obviously a lot of their peers were like asking for them to like, it'd be so great if you could put your face and name to this and, mm. you know, like help spread the word. And then they were like, no thanks. So, you know, not, wow. an, not an iconic couple, but definitely, you know, notable. But this is a little something I've learned after playing one of them for 150 times. <laughs> yeah, and sitting next week. Uh, <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. Imagine how good that would be. That would be the royal. Are we? Do we think the monarchy is going to end in our lifetime? Yeah, I reckon. I'm I reckon so excited. I cannot. Be. And what an instrumental role she's played. I saw a beautiful card the other day in Christchurch, where all my stories are coming from tonight. <laughs> God, you spent three days at Christchurch. Uh, and it was the, the whole royal family, and you could see all their faces. And Camilla was in the back, and George was holding a flag over her face. It was like a pop-up card. It seemed very personal. I, feel, I do feel sorry for Camilla sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Chloe Swarbrick, Nadine Walker. Shout out. Oh. Beautiful. Oscar Wilde and Lord Alfred Douglas. I don't know who Lord Alfred Douglas is, but call me ignorant. Do you know who Lord Alfred Douglas is? I mean, Oscar Wilde's... Lover. Boo. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, we know a lot about his uh, partner... I'm talking about Lord Alfred Douglas. That we, yes. He's kind of living in the shadow somewhat of Oscar Wilde, which is a shame. Yeah, because... Yeah, breaks for him. Maybe he wrote some good plays too. <laughs> some poems. poems. Um, someone's written me and Niall Horan. And uh, wow, congratulations Niall to you. Niall's your pick of the bunch, is it? Yeah, stranger. Because for me, it's Harry. And it wasn't, but it is. And, and it is in a very vivid way. Uh, it's amazing that, like, his journey... And kind of witnessing that. And being like, having a younger sister who was a 1D fan. You know, and I was like, oh, very much in the closet. Being like, oh, these kids are spunky. You know? <laughs> uh, and that Harry, well, he's got a real thing about it. He's, he's charismatic. And then mm. being like, he's gay now? Like, he's, he's bi? He's bi, bi now? Well, like, actually, he, doesn't, he hasn't confirmed that. But he's, he's worn a lot of colours. He's used a lot of lighting. <laughs> he's really indicated it in it's some all that subtle ways. It's sort of hidden clues. Yeah. He's like Taylor Swift. You know, when she like, puts hidden clues in her music videos about, like, there were seven eggs in the, <laughs> and that's my number. And you're like, what? did anyone watch the Taylor Swift documentary? Yeah. It was sort of weird, wasn't it? She's, um, she's okay. I just was... Um, <laughs> 
What really bugged me was that, like, it felt like 45 minutes of the documentary was her writing the song Me, which is truly the worst song of all time. <laughs> and amazing for Joel Little, a New Zealander, to get that exposure, but also, God, it's not good. It's I, not... <laughs> I love the bit where she's like, who's the guy who sings that with her? Brendan Uri. Yeah. yeah. And he's hot. He's hot, eh? Yeah. And, when she, and talented. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and when <laughs> he's got a great voice uh, and a, a little bit campy, which I like. But when she's describing the music video to him, and she's like, "I really want you to be in the music. Video. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be like me on a giant kitten. <laughs> yeah. This fireworks." And then she's like, "And then I think she's just like, and then there's like gay rights." And then it cuts to this like couple kissing, uh, like two men kissing. And then she's in the back like clapping over them, kind of looking at them. And I was like, "It's so weird. I don't know what about it. Kind of creeps me out." Also, the way it's cut together, it feels like she came up with those ideas and immediately all the things she said in the first conversation about the music video is what became the music video. Yeah. <laughs> like a team in a way. We're like, okay, we'll spend, spend $100 million <laughs> on gay rights. <laughs> and, she, and she bought it. She bought gay rights. I've got Kate Blanchett in Every Woman. <laughs> she does have that energy, doesn't she? She does. She's so... And Ocean's 8 was a... I'm going to call it a bit of a disaster. Oh, but... Oh. She's so hot in that movie, and her <laughs> and um, Sandra Bullock. But I just think the script needs a few more drafts. God. <laughs> Kate Blanchett, like, she's someone that you want to sit you down and be like, can I give you a harsh truth? You know, and you'd, like, listen to it. And it would be a scary, life-changing <laughs> moment. So scary. <laughs> I always, like, my, like, kind of, like, fantasies with celebrities is, like, really awkward encounters. Like, my Sarah Jessica Parker one, where I had a dream about me and Sarah... Jessica, no, it wasn't Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Michelle Gellar? No, no it Sarah Jessica Parker. No, someone Julia like, Roberts. Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts, wake up from a 10-year slumber. Uh, where we were having a, um, this is a dream, obviously didn't happen in real life. We we're having a conversation around her fire pit. And then she goes, do you want to see the copy, the first, the original copy of Pretty Woman, the script? And I'm like, yes, please. And then she pulls it out of her um, like cupboard somewhere and then she's like, let's burn it on the fire pit. Uh, and I was like, whoa, no, Julia, this feels like a crazy idea, but then we do it because she's like, let's do it, let's do it. I'm like, okay, let's do it. So we burn it and then she turns to me and she goes, why did you say that I should do that? And then I woke up and I was just like, wow. that's crazy. What a crazy thing to go through. Three different people wrote um, Al- Elio or Timothy Charmolet and the Peach. Oh. That's... Three that, people. Three different people wrote that. Wow. And I... If I can say one thing about Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Ch- Chalamet. Uh, <laughs> I saw Call, Call Me By Your Name, and a uh, great movie. I didn't really get, get it. And then I saw a little woman, and suddenly... Yeah. I'm obsessed. Uh, he's he so dreamy. His so... hair's all over his face. He's like, he's Joe. He's a talented actor. I, was, I think he's great. He's like that Leo of our time. Yeah. Well, that Leo's still around. Uh <laughs> But he's like a, he gives me that Leo vibe, a little pent up emo boy. I love mm. that. Bring back emo. Remember he's when we were all fucking emotional, <laughs> running around, dyeing our hair black <laughs> last week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. All right, we better wrap this up. Okay, great. Uh, I don't know why I'm going in again then. Harry Potter, there's so much Harry Potter shit in here. Uh, and I frankly have not read the books. <coughs> Someone laughed at that. <laughs> uh, you pick one last okay, one. It's too much pressure for me. One. I'm freaking I'm gonna, out. Um, wow, just a huge handful, yeah. <gasps> like popcorn. <laughs> Alan Turing and the Enigma Code. Uh, 
<laughs> Isn't that amazing? Isn't that when people are, you know, bully queer people or think they shouldn't have rights, it's like, okay, well, you should all hand back your computers because <laughs> our community did that. And I do think that all of Alan Turing's uh, accomplishments are all of ours. Uh, <laughs> I do feel like we could get, like, clear, but, like, we could have more perks at Pride. Like, what I was trying to parallel <laughs> park down, like, a road down there. And, like, can I just say, we've got to stop parallel park shaming. No one can do it. You know, like, no one can parallel park. We all find it stressful. I'm pretty good. Oh, shit. No, it is. Like, even if it's like, there's always a situation where you're parallel parking, we're like, oh, I might not make this one, you know. And there was this lineup of cars behind me, kind of like, ooh, you know, pulling these faces, like, oh, come on. How do I look? You know, I can't do it. And I was like, oh, at Pride, you just need someone who's on the footpath who's like, I've got this for you. And they parallel park yeah, for you. Yeah, that's beautiful. Pride valets. Actually, if we could get valets at the festival <laughs> next year. Uh... Is there a budget for that? Is there a budget in Pride for personal valets? They're like, no. <laughs> um, hey, we just want to thank you so much for coming to the show. Uh, we hope you've had a nice time. We have loved doing it in this hot room, and we have officially melted. When we do those live epi- uh, normal episodes where it's too hot, this is what it feels like. Uh, we just like lose the ability yeah. to think and speak. I literally, when you were like wrapping up, I was in another world just yeah, there. Yeah, I bet. I completely blanked. Um, anyway, it's an honor to be here, an honor to share this space with you. Happy Pride, Happy, Happy Pride. Valentine's, everyone. Um, play the Grease Mega Max. <laughs> he doesn't have it. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much, everyone. This car is automatic. Oh, my God. Turn the fans off.